Welcome to this Hypnobirthing 20 Questions series, where I have taken the 20 most asked questions on Google about hypnobirthing and will answer them for you. My name is Sophie Fletcher. I've been a clinical hypnotherapist and a doula for nearly 20 years. I'm also the best-selling author of Mindful Hypnobirthing and Mindful Mama. I've been at plenty of baths and I know what works and what doesn't. The questions I'll answer will be from the practical to the provocative. Today's episode is on who invented hypnobirthing. This is actually a really provocative one because lots of people have lots of different views around this, but I am a hypnotherapist. I've actually been involved in translating one of the earliest texts on hypnosis and induction from the 1800s from German into English. So I do know the history pretty well. So let's get started. Um, hypnobirthing as you know it today is actually a, trade, a trademark name, or it was originally. Hypnobirthing was a program, a method that was launched in around the 1990s. It's associated with Marie Mormon and her trademark is hypnobirthing with a capital B and a capital H. So hypnobirthing with capitals, letters on that. Because there was actually a tug of war between the term hypnobirthing. Marie, otherwise known as Mickey, and someone called Michelle Leclerc O'Neill, who's a clinical psychologist in the States, were reportedly both using the term hypnobirthing. So no one was able to actually register the patent for it. And, and so everybody started using the term. But I really credit Mickey with creating a very formulaic, compact program using hypnosis tools and some antenatal knowledge to really sort of springboard that into the wider community. And the reason she was able to do this, because she was the first person to teach people who weren't hypnotherapists. So Mickey started teaching women who had done hypnobirthing themselves, who, who weren't hypnotherapists. And that way it just grew really, really quickly to what we see today. But before then, the and that's why hypnobirthing is actually unregulated because it's not it's not really hypnotherapists who are delivering it it's just a program of tools and techniques that are brought together now hypnosis for birth goes way 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 back so i translated that script from the 1850s by a very famous hypnotist called james braid who is said to be the father of modern hypnotherapy and he had used hypnosis to induce a birth early because of medical reasons. And of course, it's anecdotal, but it was successful and he did write something up about it. So that's the first written account of hypnosis being used for birth reasons. Now, as we go forward through the 20s and 30s, there were other antenatal programs being introduced that used forms of mindset preparation and building confidence in women. One of those that's really well known is the Grantly Dick Reed Birth Without Fear program. But then I've come across other things. So I've got this lovely little old book from the 1950s, 40s and 50s by a GP who was also trained in hypnosis. And he has a whole chapter on obstetric hypnosis. And he saw it as being so effective that in the book, it says 
every G in, in 20 years time, every GP surgery will have a little room for hypnosis where women can prepare for pregnancy. Well, that would have been lovely, but that's how it was seen then. It was a really popular, it was a really exciting progressive area of obstetrics. Then in 1953, there was an obstetrics conference in France. And the Soviets presented at that conference on what they call prophylactic hypnosis for for birth. And they had a massive program of hypnosis for birth that is actually really well evidenced. And they presented this at this conference. And one of the people attending that conference was Frederick Lamars, who went back to America and integrated some of these techniques into his very well-known Lamars program. So you can start to see how these tools become integrated into other antenatal programs. And and then from the in the 1960s, I mean, when I first trained as a hypnotherapist and I was doing hypnobirthing, someone showed me a mother and baby article it had from the 1960s where it had hypnosis for birth on the front cover. And then something happened in the 19, in about 1970. There was a review launched called the Peel Review. And the Peel Review is quite well known within midwifery circles because it took women out of the home, you know, the call the midwife kind of environment and into the hospitals where birth started to become more med medicalized. And things like hypnosis fell out of fashion because drugs became more fashionable at that point. So it all goes quiet for about 20 years. And then Mickey, Marie Mongan, who has this experience herself with birthing, who is a hypnotherapist, starts thinking, well, actually, I could use hypnotherapy tools. And she's brought the Grantly Dick Reed work in, work around fear. And she integrated that with the hypnosis tools that she learned as a hypnotherapist. And that's how, I, I suppose that's how modern hypnobirthing came together. And since then, so many different programs have grown out of that. But a lot of programs that you see today are based on the Mongan method, on Mickey's method. For example, the Catherine Graves method. Catherine was on the board of Marie Mongan and was really involved in that program. So those programs are actually very similar. But there are other people who've developed them in very different ways. So I'm a hypnotherapist and I started my course out because there are actually lots of tools and techniques that I don't use from that program because I don't think are really evidence-based for hypnosis for birth any longer. You've got to remember that, you know, this is 20, 30 years ago that this came out. So you have to really look into the different programs and not assume that all hypnobirthing is the same. So hypnobirthing is a very formulaic approach, whereas hypno hypnosis for birth is much more flexible and has to be taught by a hypnotherapist. Um, but anyone can teach hypnobirthing. So who invented hypnobirthing? Well, it may go back further than 1850, but we know it was being used in 1850. It was being used in the 1920s, the 1930s, the 1940s, the 50s, the 60s in various different ways. Then it was developed into a program taught to non-hypnotherapists in the 90s. So for me, there is no one inventor. 
there are lots of different inventors, but there are lots of different teachers. And it's understanding where those teachers are coming from and what their background is. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to check out more of my content, like and follow me on YouTube and Instagram at Mindful Hypnobirthing Book. Or if you're interested in any of my products or services or courses, go to sophiefletcher.co.uk.